0: So obviously want to get into the tour and talk music with you, because after all, we're just big old music fans. But, um, you know, I actually wanted to start back in uh, 2017. I remember talking to you at the uh, Warp Tour, and you had just gotten done recording some tunes with JD that ended up on the narrative retold. And got me into thinking that, like, that relationship that you formed with JD back in 2017 got you on this coming summer tour with Korn, right?
1: When we recorded with Shady, he was like, I love you, dude. Next time Corn goes on tour, I'm taking you with me. It took a while, but we finally made it happen. So he learned about it after, and I was like, dude, we're on this tour. And he was like, I saw that. I'm so happy.
0: That's so rad. And, and obviously, uh, not only Corn on the bill, but also stained and really stained. looking forward yep. to them playing, because they rarely play.
1: Well, they're back, right? So this is their comeback COVID kind of like knocked us all at the box. We really had to just kind of uh, wait till, you know, the time arose for it to, to happen. So, I mean, we're all stoked, man. And, and I'm really happy to be out with the corn, especially egg stain, dude. You know, stain the classic.
0: Yeah. To- Terrific bands, and I bet just Jones in to get on stage. Do You remember what I'm sure you remember when your last show was. How how long is it gonna be of a layoff for you?
1: Uh, it's been what now a year, a year and almost seven months or something. It, it's been a while, man. And we, we did do rock fest two weeks ago in uh Wisconsin, and that was just like such a relief. I mean, it, it felt so good to be back there on stage and to see people super hyped up for tours and, and super hyped up to see bands again, man. Yeah,
0: imagine uh getting to work. work. Work out the kinks and some ring rust. And imagine really sore after getting done with that first show.
1: Dude, I was on stage like, I'm going to fall over. I'm going to fall over. And and plus, it was one of our longest sets because we, we had, I believe we had about 40 minutes. And we hadn't played that long of a set. In a long time So even practicing Practicing is one thing But when you end up on stage And you're moving around And it, it wasn't By any means It wasn't like super hot But I was like Yo my knee's are weak bro I'm gonna go <laughs> But by the, end of the, by the end of the set We were just like Oh now we're warmed up And everyone's like Oh I wanna keep going But it, it was good man I'm, just, I'm happy I'm buzzing to be back And I'm really happy That there are shows again um, I know there's a lot of stuff Going on with this new form Of that you know COVID and stuff and it's scaring a lot of people, and the Limbiskit tour getting canceled was really a bit nervy. But it seems that everyone's trying to make this happen, and porn is tours already started. So you know everyone's pretty stoked, and everyone's like really just staying the course and and all that stuff. So we just got to keep our fingers crossed, man.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed, and luckily that it's outdoors and at an amphitheater, so shouldn't have any problems with that, dude. One thing I wanted to hit you with: I love the uh, guest spot you did on the new El Nino tune, "Mascara," and kind of curious. Oh yeah, how did that come about? Tell me about how that came about.
1: Well, I'm a big El Nino fan. Uh, his El Nino friend, let me put it that way. And Marcus, who just joined El Nino, uh, are really good friends of Fire From the Guard. Uh Marcus he has been Shattered Sun, right. you know, kind of like the Texas connection. And Dave Shabari and I, uh, he came to see us when we were POV, and we just clicked in and we were talking, and, and you know, we just been talking for a few years, and, you know, he's, he's, he's been really motivating and very, like, behind what I'm doing and what Fire From the God does. And so I just get this call, man, he's like, yo, you want to do this track? And I was like, you kidding me? Of course I want to do an El Nino track.
0: And uh, I'm curious, were you were did this get recorded during the pandemic? Were you able to be in the studio with them, or did you kind of have to mail it into them?
1: No, nah, we, we we went to the studio. They actually did it in Dripping Springs, which is about 45 minutes from from Austin, where Fire from the Gods is based. So we were, I was able to go down there. And it was uh, at Machine, where we also did a live stream at one point. So it was it was real cool, real chill. You know, everyone was masked up if you had to be, and just real respectful of each other's space. But we did our thing, man, and the song was able to come out. I love it, and like. Yeah,
0: and they got to teach you some Spanish too for that tune.
1: No, I I get that part. <laughs> I wrote that bit. I wrote the bit because I wanted to do something in Spanish, and obviously, being a New Yorker, I speak a little Spanglish, so I had, it took me a while to get it right, but I wrote that bit because I was like, yo, it's an El Nino track. Come on. I'm not going to speak a little Spanish on this? Come on. <laughs> you know, I wanted, to, I wanted to be fully immersed in the El Nino experience.
0: <laughs> I was like wondering, why'd they get the English guy to do the Spanish part, but now it all makes sense. Right, right. You know, speaking of uh, guest parts, and uh, you had kind of touched on touring with POD, but man, I love... Sonny Sandoval guesting on your tune they don't like it and I'm sure he would be in the studio for that one but talk about that
1: experience well and another one where we were on tour with with POD I knew that POD obviously there's a reggae vibe right there's a reggae influence so Sonny and I and Love and TJ and everybody we were just sitting down and Marcus we were just sitting down talking about reggae and they were just diving so deep into the reggae stuff and I was like bro I had no idea you were this this verse in the reggae flex and he was like yeah so we just kept talking about it. and I was like then you know I've got to write a song that's got be perfect for Sonny to come on and do his thing
0: I love it love it one of my favorite tracks on the album and you know I wanted to talk a little American Sun. it's coming up on two years old came out just kind of right before yeah. the pandemic do you feel like you have more to do with that album or have you spent the quarantine writing a new album
1: well we're working on a new record now but the most important thing about that situation is that like you said i American Sun's been out for two years, and I think it's time to kind of say goodbye to it. We were unfortunate enough to be one of those bands that put out a record during COVID. I mean, it came out right before COVID, but COVID basically kind of crushed it. And so we ended up being one of those bands that fell into that category of having new music out during COVID. So we were able to, that's why we did the the reimagined tracks, because the reimagined tracks were kind of like a way of us to say goodbye to the record and also to just basically really just kind of bring it all to a head. Yeah, we, we got robbed of the touring cycle but there are enough people out there that love the songs that love the the records enough for us to be able to do something like that
0: so can you tell me how far along you are in the new album process and maybe who you're working with on it
1: oh we're, oh, we're just at the beginning of the writing process man right now it's just um it, it we're still writing we've got a ton of demos and the, what we want to have is at least about like 15 or 20 like really viable demos because we went into American Fun which just under that amount and yeah we felt like we could put more songs on there but I, I really want to say something about this record I want it to be something special so we really want to make sure that we have the best representation of who we are as a band on this next record and so that's why we're still writing we're taking our time we were thinking that we were going to have to rush because touring going to come back and if we don't get if we don't get something out by 2022 we're not going to be able to tour but we label management everyone is like take your time and everyone's been very accommodating with that and I appreciate that a lot from them and it gives us the time to really create that special record that we want to do. Cool.
0: Have you figured out who you're going to work with that, uh, producing it yet or anything like that or not yet? <laughs>
1: Not yet, but we have been writing with some of the some of the other people that we wrote with, like Eric Ron, who who wrote a lot with us on American Sun. We um we've been in the, in the studio with him. There's a lot of other uh a lot of guys, man, that have stepped up, man, and really come to the plate as far as writing is concerned. I don't want to get too much into it. Uh, we're not one thousand percent decided on who's going to record the record, but we have been writing a lot with so, other with other producers and stuff.
0: I can't wait to hear it, man, and can't wait to play it on the radio for you in 2022. And dude, the last thing I yes. you know, got. For Last thing I got for you, because we're an old-school radio station, we still do mandatory Metallica every night at 10 o'clock, which you're going to be a part of. So I wanted to get yeah. your... Who introduced you to Metallica? Do you remember discovering Metallica? Was it the Black Album? Where did you pick
1: yeah. up on it? Yeah, man, it was my teacher, and, uh, my music teacher in, in high school. Really? I'd never really... Yeah, I was always into like, punk and like, hardcore. And then when I got into... like When I heard about Slayer and like heavier bands... Metallica was obviously the band that everyone kind of like yeah Metallica you know and so I got down on Metallica and um the first track that was Master of Puppets man and to this day I still absolutely I'm draw
0: that song. Yeah, I think that's that whole album is their masterpiece, and that's a hell of an introduction to Metallica, Master of Puppets. You know, I was gonna, yes, I was gonna ask you to pick a song to play for mandatory Metallica. Would it be Master of Puppets? That's your all-time favorite tune from them.
1: Yes, sir. Master of Puppets. Love
0: it, man. Thank you so much for the time, and I'll see you out there on the September the first or i I'm sorry, September yes, the
1: twelfth. Yeah, dude, come on, come shake my hand and hang out.
0: I will for sure, man. Thanks, AJ. Thank you. Cheers.